0: Hello and welcome to this GCP short produced in collaboration with AXA XL and all about establishing a captive in Europe. Over the last two years we have seen the greatest captive formation activity in the continent since the introduction of Solmty2 in 2016 and the indications are there is plenty more new captives in the pipeline. So in an effort to provide more information as to the process of formation and the different players and roles as well as expect expectations. I'm delighted to say I am joined by Maureen Chabonnier, Global Programs and Captives Regional Director for Europe at AXA XL, and making his first appearance on the podcast, Maxime Shons, Managing Director for Europe in Finance and Compliance at Strategic Risk Solutions. Max, to begin, it'll be great to get um, some of your observations of kind of new captive interest in the region. Is it continuing? Are you still getting more inquiries and and requests for feasibility studies?
1: I can say it's continuing because it's obvious and agreed between the numbers that uh, there is an unprecedented growth over the past years on, on on the captive markets in our latest state of the market report issued by, by srs we have counted an approximate number of 550 captives in europe plus 180 cells in total uh, looking in absolute value it's it's interesting to to observe that uh, there are more formations at closure and also a high level of new captives creation over, over the year, which gives a good trend of uh, how, the, how the industry is, is evolving. This is led and caused by several types of explanations, always starting and driven by market condition and emerging risks, need for better prevention, protection, but also in, important to state that there are intangible factors like risk management is now more central in group organization. And also uh, tr- there are transition in decision makers with a new generations coming in, which uh, makes things different. At SRS, we have seen a continuing interest in, in, in new creations, whether it concerns new players willing to set up a, a captive, but it could be also be a mature captives or group clients willing to create a second captive or a different kind of uh, reinsurance vehicle. There are also some new initiatives like uh, Pulling for group captives willing to finance new risks, uh, which are creating some, some new initi- initiatives towards the regulators. And finally, more interestingly, on domiciles, there are expansions uh, with countries looking at each other and willing to create an industry, especially after the COVID times. So uh, at a nutshell, at the end of the days, everybody wants a captive and or is willing to, to use it in the best way.
2: So thanks, uh, Maxime. I fully agree. Uh, as Axa Excel uh, we've definitely seen an increase in number of requests for sessions to captives over the last uh, years, in response to the to the market uh, shift. Many clients are working to retain higher limits for their existing line of business in their captive, but also to place new lines of business, and. Of course, we've seen uh, more and more clients who didn't have a captive yet, but are asking us for options uh, with a captive to be created. So the pipeline, as you said. Uh, parent companies are working with, with their captives or the traditional programs to optimize premium conditions, of course, or to compensate the lack of capacity in some, in some areas. Cyber is a, a, an example. We've seen clients place new and emerging risks into their existing captives, such as environmental, uh, cyber, as I said, uh, employee benefit, uh, and risks that are very specific to their uh, business model, and but not insurable. Mm. In addition, we've seen an interest for mature captive uh, clients uh, with uh, with regards of uh, parametric solutions, but it's quite new. Uh, but it's a new area where we are working with uh, the clients uh, deeply because uh, the need to work together is really key, uh,
0: a key of the success. Marie mentioned there, obviously, some of the keys to success, and that's kind of what we're going to get into uh, now in much more detail, Max. obviously. A company's thinking that a captive might be uh, the right way to go is is the very 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 first step so when they kind of come to someone like yourself at the beginning of that process what are the key messages and support that you think is important to provide to the client at that start of the process when they're still trying to decide if it is the right thing to do
1: at at start of the project and especially at the feasibility study stage the world objective and I think it's not only for the captain manager but also for the, all of the parties which are involved in the captive project is really to identify the risk profile and the risk appetite of the clients and the group. Also to identify what is a long-term strategy in terms of risk management but also how the captives could fit in into as a in comparison with the existing risk management strategy. That's really the whole objective at, at inception and therefore we need to get a clear and overall picture of um, the current insured risk the non-insured risk, but also the non-insurable risk to envisage what will be the right mix of, uh, of line of business underwritten by the, by the captive. So traditionally, the objective is defining the proper use of the captive from a pure risk management perspective by exploring all those opportunities. And this is a duty of the captive manager, but also the different parties and the fronting insurer as well. Also important for the captive manager to get familiar with the group culture to identify the key stakeholders that will be intervening in the life cycle of the captive, uh, to seek a corporate consensus with the final objective of the captive, and to make the captive um, visible and its benefits well understood for everyone.
2: One of the challenges during the feasibility study uh, work is uh, to find the adequate threshold between the retention and the risk transfer. Uh, taking into account, as you said, uh, uh, the risk profile, the need of the subsidiary to have uh, uh, low deductibles, the financial strength of the captive, and of course, the market conditions. So uh, we we are quoting a lot of options uh, in in this respect. And to understand that uh, the captive, uh, as a traditional insurer, has to price Uh, the risk appropriately so it means that they have to understand uh, the risk uh, profile. Uh, In addition, we believe that uh, long-term relationships are the key of uh, the captive success. We will speak about that uh, later but it's really important to to keep that in mind knowing that the strategy uh, is something that has to be kept but also adapted uh, Uh, due to the market conditions and uh, and, uh, all specificities uh, uh, the captive uh, can have, including challenged uh, due to claims,
0: of course. So Max, then at the start of the process, what do you as the, the captive manager or consultant need from the client when beginning the feasibility study, the formal feasibility study process?
1: Well, uh, at the start, uh, captives need to to be a fully integrated tool and a significant piece of the world risk management strategy. So especially in the current environment, uh, which constantly is changing, internationally connected and hardly predictable. So it it means that it implies and practical that the captive projects first need to be sold widely and Internally to, to to the group and get consensus from the C-suite members. So by C-suite we traditionally seek to get presence and commitment from the CEO, from the CFO, from the risk management department of the head of insurance, but also from from some transversal functions like chief operating officer or legal or it could be a tax department or possibly some business unit leaders. That's important to embrace as much as possible decision maker within the group. The main challenge here is all of them have different angles and different views. There are some that are willing to minimize the operational risks. There are some that are willing to optimize the risk management and the financial performance. So the objective at that stage, but also beyond, is to find a a common direction, a common route we everyone, with the objective to be beneficial itself as an internal vehicle. And once again, this is the role of the captive manager to wear this costume between the different departments, to seek the response, to respond to each of the requests, and to insist on how the captive will be beneficiary for each of them.
0: And how involved then, Marine, is the uh, insurer, the front team partner in, in this initial feasibility study process?
2: We are involved uh, in some cases in the first phase of thought uh, because we can be asked to share our experience references best practice vision of the market benchmarks but obviously we are not uh, doing the the feasibility study but during this phase um, we can be asked also to precise uh, uh, conditions for uh, for, uh, options uh, of retention in the captive explain how we are working general conditions regarding the, the, the session itself. Uh, on an average basis, of course. Um, but what are the main criteria for that? We can be asked to present our insurance agreements to have them well understood, uh, even by, uh, by legal. We are working with them. Um, th- that's for the feasibility study. Uh, good to know that we can also uh, uh, make the client more confident uh, because it's a challenge for the risk manager. Uh, interesting one, but uh, still uh, it remains a a challenge. Uh, After, we we can be involved during the negotiation phase and uh, during the implemented uh, phase.
0: So you've both mentioned a lot about kind of partnership and, and collaboration. And, and Max, you mentioned uh, that the risk manager obviously needs to bring together those different groups internally at the parent, at the prospective parent, to make the, the captive work. Who, who needs to be involved then internally at the client, at the client group, regarding the idea of forming a captive? Who is it important to have that kind of buy-in?
1: Well, obviously the main key directors from from the C-suite is always a CEO is always a plus. Uh, but traditionally what we observe is having a a financial functions plus a tax department because tax is getting more and more uh, consideration uh, within how we we operate the captive and obviously the the risk manager on the insurance department is a a key person to drive the the efficiency of the operations but more and more what we are observing is having uh, support functions uh, as i mentioned like uh, compliance operations legal uh, to ensure that uh, that the, the captive is, is embarked into a robust framework and that uh, all the key uh, uh, considerations for the captive are, are, are well integrated within the life of the captive.
0: And presumably having that right from the very beginning it just makes the whole process not just at formation but the next five years of the captives life much easier as well yeah
1: and it's a matter of uh, educating people at the start just to avoid repetition and just have uh, everybody sitting on the on, on the table and understand what how the, be- the the captives could be beneficial
0: for for the group first but also for the different departments. And uh, Marine, then, from from your observations of working with these clients closely, how important is is getting that internal buying and, and stakeholder support?
2: I have the same analysis than uh, Max, but in addition, I would like also to highlight that the understanding of how it will really work on a daily basis uh, uh, is one of the key also to fully understand uh, uh, the captive um, process and with that the added value. So it's something that is key also during the feasibility study to be understood. And uh, in addition to that, the roles and responsibilities of all stakeholders, because it has to be understood that there is an advisor, uh, there is a captive manager, there is a broker, there is a fronting company, perhaps retrocessionaire, and all of them have to to understand uh, the roles of each other. Uh, that's something uh, part of the success, I think it's
1: part of the success and it's also important to 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 remind that the captive is a subsidiary of the group, which means that there is a risk management part on one side, but it's also an integrated uh, company within the group that should fit into the system, the processes. And the culture of the group as well
0: we talk a lot uh, when captives are formed and continuing to evolve about business plans uh max so how important is it for for the group to have a, a clear business plan outlined as you approach that implementation stage
1: so quick question quick answer it's important but it's not crucial in the in the sense that the business plan is by nature hardly predictable so it's more relevant or crucial to have uh Reflections in terms of what is a risk management strategy, what is the underwriting directions, what are the solvency impacts of uh, the business that you want to, to underwrite into your captive. Uh, but business plan is obviously the uh, financial basis of your captive, but you, you have some room to, uh, to, uh, to amend it.
2: We need the business plan as an, insurer compa- an insurance company to understand uh, the main uh, data around that, uh, including the capital that will be uh, uh, in the captive, to understand how the captive can assume the volatility of the, the risk uh, we will seed. Uh, so it's uh, key, even if, uh, I, I fully agree, uh, it won't be perhaps uh, uh, the reality after, but uh, we we need this info, of uh, course. <laughs> this is why it's
1: important to, to monitor the business plan. Uh, the idea just to, to, to have some things which is agile and which is linked to the actual world with the solvency calculation as well. But yeah, that's right to mention that uh, this is something that we need to, vo- to monitor over the, over the time and the different cycles of the, of the captive.
0: So assuming then that the feasibility has gone smoothly, Marine, what needs to be prepared for the implementation of the captive?
1: So
2: as a seeding company, we have to prepare also uh, internally uh, the session. So that's uh, something uh, <laughs> that is important to, to understand also. But uh, for the implementation, we, we, we have to work uh, on the reinsurance agreement with the client, the advisory, and if the clients uh, want to, to involve uh, the captive manager uh, and the broker. Uh, no, no problem at all, uh, of course, because they will all add uh, value, but insurance agreement is not easy to understand so it's something that takes time uh, to uh, to be agreed Uh, in the insurance agreement you've got the conditions including the collateral and often because it's a new captive we need to have a collateral so also something that is important to understand and uh, the cfo is uh, often involved and it has to be uh, 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 something understand at the feasibility study level, uh, just to remind this point. We also uh, present the premium flows, the border rules, uh, how we will ask for claims and so on. So that's something regarding the operation that is also important. And of course, we answer uh, to all questions and we listen the needs because we can adapt our standards. Uh, in case of uh, specific needs uh, for the captive.
0: So one aspect we haven't mentioned at all yet, Max, is uh, the regulator. Obviously, regulators are a key part of having a, a new captive license. They are regulated entities. I think uh, for the purposes of this, this discussion, we, we may as well focus on, on Luxembourg because that's where the majority of kind of continental uh, new captives formed by continental companies are going. And that's obviously where you're based, Max. So what interaction and at what stage needs to be had with the regulator by a new, uh, a new captive? So
1: when the application process starts, the captive manager is, is the hand taker to run the project from the start to, to, the, to the success using its processes and its reputation towards the regulator. So it means that it's imposed to, to maintain a permanent uh, discussion and contact with the regulator to, 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 to sell the application project and to reach the success of the project. It's also imposed to, to start with a mature enough project. And there are some milestones that are important on the side of the regulator to analyze if the, if, if the solidity of the project is enough for them to, to, to get approved. So first one is the a, is a main rationale of the project. I would say the group pedigree and the role risk management strategy. So it starts with an analysis of the shareholding structure, the UBO to get transparency and clarity on the shareholding structure uh, and to, to provide with full disclosure requirements to vi- to give comfort on the reputation, but also on the stability of the group who is willing to set up a captive. Secondly, there are some risk management items uh, which need to be supported with by strong and robust actuarial calculations. It means that we first need to assess what will be the solvency long term picture, the projections but more importantly, what will be the resistance to stress test adverse scenarios? And that's really the two main focus of the regulator when analyzing a, a captive project. Once this step is achieved, there is a second milestone which is more about the world governance and the analysis of the three lines of defense. So by the three lines of defense, we mean one, the board members, two the solvency to key functions, and three, the operations and the daily uh, back office. In that stage, we need to prove and evidence the fit and properness and also the level of experience and expertise for each of the individuals that will be involved within the captive.
0: Fantastic. Uh, Always good to have the regulator on side from the the very beginning. So Maureen, from your perspective then, uh, and we're getting with the captive is is being set up now, once the captive is in place, what processes or or communication uh, needs to take place to ensure a smooth operation of, of the new captive going forward?
2: So transparency and communication is uh, the key uh, of uh, good uh, work uh, at the captive level it's of the key of the success uh, because if it doesn't work it's it could be a nightmare no no it's a it's for both new and existing captive that the dialogue is key i suggest uh, regular meetings with the captive manager depending of the of the need and the complexity of the session but for new captives from the beginning it's really important and The risk manager can, of course, uh, attend to fully understand because in case of a global program with many countries, with uh, compulsory retention at the local level and so on, it's not so easy to fully understand. And uh, we have also currency rates to take into account. So it it can be complex. But uh, from the beginning, those regular meetings with the captive manager and the risk manager, is very interesting to have the, the full understanding and sometimes optimization of uh, where we are. In addition to that, we can also add a dialogue regarding the claims uh, because um, also uh, reserves are uh, something that are very important at the captive level, of course, but uh, that are key uh, for the results and uh, volatility in case of need of uh, additional reserves uh, uh, with a stat- statistical uh, and actual point of view, such as IBNR, na- So we can add dialogue, we can add... Uh, our point of view, that, that's something that is uh, key uh, uh, to work as partner on this area, also not only on the conditions but also on the servicing.
0: Fantastic. And from the management side, uh, Max, what's important to get right at the start of the captive's life to ensure that best practice we've been talking about, that best practice continuing. You know, things like you know data collection is that going to make the captive's life a lot easier? Fully agreed
1: with um, with Marine, so the first year are really important for the, for the captive because it represents the, m- the right moment to build the foundation for, for long-term strategy. There is a need for having a, 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 what we call a captive 360 degrees views to onboard all the topics in the first year. And the management meetings are like uh, m- monthly uh, team meetings are a good way to uh, to, to, to be the, the, the right moment to, to reach that goal and to, uh, and to onboard the complexity of topics that the captive has, has to, uh, to, to integrate on the first year. It's also important to mention that uh, on the first year it's really driven by technology and system so it's important to build the right processes and system, whether it's claims management, It's financial reporting, it's internal controls platform, it's a dashboard for underwriting. It's a key element to to get a a modern IT tools in in an embedded environment that are critical for the long-term success of the captive.
2: In addition to that, thanks uh, Max, we, we need the dialogue uh, with the captive manager regarding also the IT needs to share uh, more accurate data as a, an insurance and fronting company to optimize the work to be done uh, by the captive manager to pilot uh, the accounting, but also uh, to pilot and to support decisions at the captive level.
1: And that's that's why this question of having a a, a dedicated team, like a project team, being part of, of the captives, whether it's just people from the group, internal resources, but also the parties involved the, the insurers the captive managers the consultants it's really important to have everyone be part of the project and uh, and part of those meetings
0: fantastic well we hope that in a year's time we'll be sat here again uh, talking about another great year of, of new uh, formation activity in Europe and thank you to Maureen and Max for a very interesting discussion hopefully one prospective captive owners here in Europe and, and further afield find useful in their own research and preparations for potentially setting up a captive if you would like more information on AXA XL and their captive services, then please do visit their Friend of the Podcast page on globalcaptivepodcast.com. In the meantime, stay safe, stay well, and see you next time, captives.